0: This is Alive with Joseph. Good morning once again. We're looking at the mystery behind praying in tongues. That will be the series I will run with, you know, throughout the whole of this month. As we begin to unpack all of the things that the Lord said to us concerning this year, And one of the key things God emphasized to us are the crossover night. And during the 14 days, I taught extensively on the new wine is the Holy Spirit. So we need to begin to look at various aspects of the Holy Spirit as we begin to bring ourselves into the help that God has made available to us. Last month, I taught extensively on new wine, which is the Holy Spirit. And this month, I want to build on that and begin to teach us On the prayer language, the gift of praying in tongues that God has bestowed on us as believers. So, we're looking at the mystery behind praying in tongues. Please, I'd like you to open up yourself. Allow the Holy Ghost, you know, to do what he wants to do in your life through this series. I've come to understand that there is one kind of prayer God will never answer. And that prayer is when you begin to ask God to do what he has already done. God will not answer that prayer. That is why brother Paul in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17, 18, he encourages you and I, you can put it on the screen, thank you. He encourages us that the church should receive wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God, that the eyes of our understanding as believers should open to know what our heavenly father has made available to us, what Jesus has already done on our behalf. Listen, friends, your life will dramatically change when you start realizing what Jesus has already done for you. There are a whole lot of things that Jesus has already done for you. For example, you are already healed. Your healing is not open for prayer point you're already healed when jesus died on the cross through the salvation that he got for you and i he also delivered to you healing you are already delivered you are already forgiven your forgiveness is not something that you are looking for your forgiveness happened long before you even became born again he forgave you past present and future you are already forgiven you are already prosperous your prosperity is not something that you are looking for is something that is already settled it's a settled reality you are already you are already when you study the entire pauline letter to the church of Jesus Christ everything he wrote there is in the past is in the past so don't try to do what has already been done for you so what you are to do is to take what has already been done for you through salvation so the apostle paul said that believers should pray for enlightenment of the power of Christ that is already on the inside of every one of us. I hope you know that the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, who is the one who rose Jesus from the grave, he is already on the inside of us. So understand that when you, you come to this enlightenment, it enables you to begin to take everything that redemption has already made available to you. Also understand that when things delay in life, it doesn't mean that they will not happen. And don't let panic overtake you when things delay. What is panic? Panic is simply groundless fear. So when things delay in life, it does not mean that it will not happen. And every time you experience groundless fear, all of it is to get you to move away from the truth that has been established. The truth has been established. Jesus has already delivered. He set you free. healed you. Now, one thing Satan wants to do or one thing Satan may in is fear and he wants you to accept fear because he knows when you tolerate fear you contaminate faith fear tolerated contaminates faith so every time you tolerate fear you contaminate your faith you must not tolerate fear irrespective of what is happening around you don't allow the fear of lack the fear of death through sickness the fear of the pandemic the fear of sources of income being lost don't allow it overtake you because why you will recover all god has already set recovery emotion for you no matter what it is that you have lost in this season Can I announce to you, you will recover all in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear you say, I shall recover all. Can I hear you say, I shall recover all. So don't tolerate fear because it contaminates your faith. So when you refuse to fear, you have also unconsciously refused to fail. Because fear and failure, they work hand in glove. So when you refuse to fear, you have also refused to fail. And understand, friends, that you cannot fail. You cannot fail. Why? There is no failure in you. But pastor, my business failed. It's your business that failed, not you. Your business failed, you're not a failure, and because you're not a failure, that is why you will start another one. You're, oh, but Pastor, my marriage failed, your marriage failed, not you your marriage failed does not mean you're a failure that is why you will have another one listen friends when things fail around you it is doesn't mean that you are a failure it simply means that aspect of your life has failed and because you're not a failure the capacity to start again is on the inside of you and you will start again in the name of Jesus remember Isaac the Bible said he dug a well they closed it he started again he dug a well they closed it he dug a well they closed until he got to the place where they could no longer close it for him can i announce to you whatever looks like is broken around you receive restoration in the name of jesus i didn't hear your loudest amen. amen you are not a failure let me hear you shout i'm not a failure Because Satan wants you to think that Because your business failed That automatically makes you a failure Or because your relationship failed That automatically makes you a failure Or because you lost your job That makes you a failure No, any physical thing you lost on this earth Does not make you a failure Listen friends What makes you a failure Was you not being born again But the day you became born again You moved from darkness You entered into light and in light you have victory in the midst of every challenge. Give Jesus your highest praise this morning. Come on say I'm not a failure. Let the devil hear you say loud and clear I'm not a failure some of you have been walking in condemnation, but pastor, you know, you say I'm not a failure, but my business failed. No, 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 you are not a failure. You have all that it takes to restore all things again. He is a God of restoration. And actually, before you failed, he already prepared restoration for you. He knows that in your journey on this earth, you would trip you tripping does not mean that you cannot stand again that is why the bible says in the book of you see amos or micah he said when i fall i shall rise again because the one who raises men up is on the inside of me he has not left me he's not he's, he has not abandoned me he is still with me till the ends of the age give jesus praise this morning so i want you to settle that in your heart you failed at school does not make you a failure Mm. that devil is a liar so stop stressing out yourself enjoy your life as brother paul said stop getting tensed stop getting angry stop being anxious actually jesus said be anxious for nothing in all things in thanksgiving and prayer make your request known to your heavenly father stop allowing yourself to be overwhelmed by the things around you because you cannot fail look at your neighbor points to them and say to them i cannot fail yeah i cannot fail please understand also that sometimes the things you have believed god for may take some time to materialize but it, it, it is not a denial simply because the things you're believing God for has not showed up yet, it doesn't mean that it is a denial. It is just a delay. And sometimes you must understand that this delay may not have anything to do with what you did or did not do this delay may not have anything to do with how well you pray or you did not pray you must understand that when things delay it is simply meaning that the right time for it to happen has not yet come it is just it just has to do with a divine appointment that is to say friends when it is supposed to happen it will happen irrespective of all odds stacked up against you when you victory will come, it will come in the face of Satan. He prepares a table for me, not in the absence of my enemies, in the presence of my enemies. So friends, when it is time for you to rise, no matter who doesn't like your face, no matter who doesn't like you, when your appointed time to rise arrives, you will rise irrespective of the challenges around you. So when things delay it does not mean denial it simply means the appointed time for it to happen has not come and there are certain things that cannot happen for you right now because you are not yet ready for it some of you are praying that god will turn into a millionaire you do not yet have capacity to be one yet but you're on your way there There are certain people that if God puts certain amount of money in your hands now, you will leave the faith. You will walk away from God. So God is still building capacity in you so that when whatever you're praying for comes, you already have the capacity to carry it. Are you understanding me now? So sometimes it delays because it is not, you don't have the right capacity for it. So you must keep walking in confidence. You must keep walking in confidence. You must keep walking in confidence that there is no failure in you and your delay is not God saying no. It is because you are not ready and you are not yet ready for the manifestation of what you have prayed for. So what do you do as you begin to wait? and trust god for the things that you have prayed for to materialize what do you do this is what you do you maintain an attitude of gratitude be confident that it is already done and because you are confident that it is already done thanksgiving flows out of your mouth thanksgiving flows out of because your confidence is expressed through thanksgiving there is no failure in you What you have in you is victory. What you have in you is testimonies. Things might not have gone the way you want them to go yet. Listen, friends, the victory of Jesus Christ that is in you will ultimately find expression and bring you to the place where you will begin to see things materialize in your life the way they ought to materialize. Give Jesus your highest praise this morning. Go with me to the book of First Corinthians Let's build up this case some more. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. I read it says, I read the King James Version. It says, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, how be it, however, in the realms of the spirit, in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. Let me explain what prayer is. Let's begin from there. What is prayer? Number one, prayer is a communication system between humans and God. Number two, what is prayer? Prayer is you saying back to God what he has already said to you in his word. So prayer is you taking the word of God and saying it back to him. It is you saying what God has already done. It is you saying what God has already done. That is why brother Paul said to you and I that we must have enlightenment. We must have understanding because when we have understanding to know what has already been done, it enables us to be able to say it back to God in the place of prayer when you don't know what has already been done you will struggle to say things you know that god has already said back to him so understand as well that nothing happens on this earth without someone praying nothing will ever happen on this earth without someone praying prayer is the permit protocol for answers prayer is permit protocol for answers It is the permit earth gives to heaven for delivery of answers on the earth. Never forget that heaven needs you and I to give permission for all that God has already done to be released into the earth. So when you pray, you open up the door for what grace has already made available to flow to you. Prayer is you opening up the door so that what grace has made available flows to you effortlessly. Prayer is not you trying to get God to do something that has not already been done. I hear people will say, I'm going to move the hand of God with my prayer. No, no, you can't move the hand of God. The hand of God is too big for your little prayer to move. How how dare you Move the hand of God. The hand of God was already moved when Jesus died, when he was buried, when he resurrected, when he seated glorified. God's hand was moved once and for all. His hands will never be moved again. So when you pray, you are only opening the door for what has already been done to come to you. That is why you must pray. Inasmuch as it has already been done, if you do not provide permit protocol, it will not come to you so prayer is Permit protocol is you licensing heaven the same way we have the licensing office where when you buy your Bentley, you still need that licensing office. It might not have a condition, it might not have all the best computerized system, but you still require the licensing office to license you to drive your three million rand Bentley, your five million rand Rolls Royce. Prayer. As much as it looks irrelevant, it is the licensing office that will license heaven to release your testimonies, your Bentley-like testimonies, your Rose Ross-like testimonies, your giant killing testimonies to arrive in your life. Give Jesus praise this morning. So prayer is permit protocol simply opens up the door for what redemption has accomplished to be manifested here on the earth where you truly need it. Everything you will ever need has been made available to you. Now the question is, how do you respond to what has been made available to you? You respond to what has been made available to you by faith and Thanksgiving, You respond in faith and thanksgiving. Why? Faith is positive response to what the grace of God has already made available. For example, salvation has been made available to everyone. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him. Whosoever. Greek, Jew, Gentile. Whosoever. Black, white, red, purple, ink, whatever it is, whosoever, tall, short, big, small, whosoever, educated, non-educated, whosoever, broke, rich, poor, bro- whosoever, tall, who whosoever, whosoever will respond. No matter where they are, they can be mashiko When they respond, they receive salvation. They can be in the city of New York. If they do not respond, they cannot receive salvation because it is whosoever 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 will respond so faith is positive response to what grace has made available come and say i will respond to what grace has made available so you respond in faith and thanksgiving your response to salvation is what has made you to be here today That is why you are born again. Why there are so many who didn't respond. They died and they have gone to hell. Why? Because they did not respond to salvation that has been given. So the difference between a brother and another brother or a sister, another sister, who is seeing the manifestation of the promise of God, and the other is not seeing the manifestation of the promise of God, the difference is their response. I can preach healing to you. If you do not respond to the message of healing, you will not be healed. I can preach prosperity to you. If you do not respond to it, you will not be prosperous. I can preach breakthrough to you. If you do not respond, you will not be, you will not have breakthrough. So it has actually largely nothing to do with what I preach to you. It's your response to what I preach to you. If I preach to you that you are victorious and you refuse to respond to what I preach to you that you are victorious, you will not enjoy victory as you are supposed to. So. so you must respond. So faith is positive response. Faith is positive response. So the difference between one person to another In them receiving manifestation of the promises of God is their response. And this is what happens with a person who lives a prayerful life. Because of your response to prayer, you begin to see certain things happen in your life. You walk in victory, irrespective of the challenges that you are confronted with. Because you have responded to the finished work of Jesus Christ through prayers. So when you pray prayers that line up with god's word consigning what jesus has already done you experience manifestations here on the earth when you pray according to what has already been done you are bound to see results you are bound to see manifestations now most of our prayers in the new testament when you study the scriptures very well particularly from the book of acts of apostles you will begin to notice that most of the prayers of the new testament believer should actually be fellowshipping with god thanksgiving and appreciation for what god has already done when you pray that way when you pray in that manner you position yourself to begin to see what you have prayed for come to pass in your life when you position yourself that way you see manifestations let's take a step further go with me to actually let me paraphrase this scripture in acts of apostles chapter 2 in acts of apostles chapter 2 a group of people gathered in a place called upper room after jesus left them he said he will, the father will give them a promise they gathered in that upper room and something spectacular happened to them the holy ghost came baptized every one of them and they began to speak in a strange language that was the first time Mankind on the planet earth saw people speaking in a language that nobody could trace to their tribe. That was the first time. So they began to speak to the point where they even called them drunks. They said, you guys are drunk. How can you be drinking this early in the morning? 9 a.m. in the morning and you're drunk like this? And they, they said, no, no we're not drunk. Something has just happened to us that transcends human vocabulary. So they began to pray. Now, I want you to understand that by that event, we came to understand that God has given every believer a gift. There is a gift God has given to you for prayers and that gift is praying in tongues. When you pray in your supernatural language, you give birth to things in the natural that will have not happened without you praying that way. So, understand that as a believer, you are a supernatural being and because you're a supernatural being God has given you a supernatural language to enable your communication with the supernatural world you must know that there is a gift god has given to you so that you can be able to communicate with the supernatural world because you came from the supernatural you are a product of the supernatural you came from the spirit he that is from the spirit is above also god gave you the language of the spirit so that you can be able to communicate with the spirit world where you came from go with me to First Corinthians 14, let's go back to that text. Verse 2, the NIV translation puts it this way. When we read the King James Version, the KJV said, put the KJV for me, please. Put the KJV quickly. King James Version, put it quickly. Follow me very carefully. Follow me carefully. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, how be it in the spirit he speaketh mystery. The KJV calls it unknown. Now, when you study your Bible very well, if you have the paper Bible, something like this, the King James Version, you will notice it's not in the electronics, but in in the paper Bible, you will notice that the unknown is in italics form is in italics every time you find any word in italics format in a scripture what it's simply saying is in the original text it was not there it is the tra- by it is through the translator's privilege the added that word so that they can give meaning to you the reader what that scripture is saying you will not find that that is why you need to continuously use your paper bible because you will be able to find those things on the electronic it's it's not there i try checking it it's not there so now when the king james the word unknown there in the king james version is in italics size simply saying that the translator added it to be able to give meaning to what is being said so when the translator is saying unknown it was simply saying to those who were listening to them what they were saying was unknown to them but to god it was known are you understanding me so oh my jesus he, he to god it was known so now the niv he now came and said he that prays in tongues he feels that there is no need for me to add anything to it let me put it out in plain the way i have it he that prays in tongues not unknown he that prays in tongues so when you are speaking in tongues you are not speaking to people you are speaking to god according to this scripture and that is what you must settle in your heart when you are praying in tongues understand you are speaking to people religion have said when you're speaking in tongues if joseph doesn't understand what you're saying keep quiet then i might as well speak in your language There's nothing like that because every time you pray in tongues, you are communicating with your heavenly father. Do you know, friends, when you pray in tongues, even Satan doesn't know what you're saying. Are you aware? Satan doesn't know what you're saying. He doesn't know what you're saying. He has no understanding of what you're saying. That is why I encourage you to pray more in tongues. And very often when you pray your understanding, you tend to want to pray your will. Maybe, you know, I'm trusting God for something to happen. Maybe, you know, let's assume I and my wife are having a challenge. Now, my human understanding, God, change this woman. God, change this woman. That is my will. Or she's praying, God, you know, do something. This man's is too stubborn. What a stubborn human being. You know, that is my will. But when you pray in tongues, you will pray God's perfect way because you might actually discover that... What is happening to her husband is a demonic issue. But by praying in tongues, you enforce God's will, not your own will over that child. Or maybe a child is having a challenge. You can't seem to understand what is wrong with my child. Now, when you pray in tongues, you bring to bear the mind of God consigning that child. Are you understanding me now? So that is why you should pray in tongues. He said, "Howbeit, it, however, you are uttering mysteries by the Spirit. By the Spirit. By the Spirit, you are uttering mysteries. Your heavenly Father knows what you are saying. Because he understands that in order for you to interact in the realms of the supernatural, you will need a supernatural vocabulary. A vocabulary that transcends the capacity of your thinking faculty. So He gives you a language. A language that you will be able to interact. A language for you to be able to communicate, transact accurately. Mark my words, accurately. Because you need to transact accurately. Don't forget, the realms of the spirit is a legal realm. are you here friends the realms of the spirit is a legal realm it's like in the legal when you go to the court if you do not present your case accurately when i mean accurately accurately you will lose the case you can be the most intelligent attorney on the planet earth but you must present your case accurately accurately so god knows for you to be able to interact accurately with the realms of the spirit you must need the perfect language because the human language we have is too weak The human language we have is limited. It is too limited. For example, in English language, love is love. We don't know which love you're talking about. Whether you're talking about sexual love, whether you're talking about whatever love or what love. But when you break down the word love in Greek, it tells you there are three kinds of love. Are you understanding now? Now, that is how limited human language is. So God says, for me to be able to bring you to the place where you can communicate accurately and get delivery of answers, I give you a praying language. Every time you communicate like this, it is between me and you. The devil doesn't know. Your friends don't know. People around you don't know. It is between me and you. That is why, friends, when you notice, every time you pray in tongues, Satan comes to distract you. Because he is wondering, what are you saying? I need to get into this tea party to know what is being said. But you have locked him out. So he comes to distract you. He comes to poke you. Because he wants you to stop. But friends, when you continue, after a while, you will actually feel like you are floating. Why? Because it is spirit to spirit. Spirit. Spirits to spirits. Spirit to spirit. There is a koinonia. There is a fellowship. And out of that fellowship, something surely has to be given birth to. Can I tell you what it is? Your victory is giving birth to. Your testimonies are giving birth to. Your next level giving birth to. Your breakthroughs giving birth to. Give Jesus praise this morning. Come on, give him praise. When you pray in tongues oh my god hey when you pray in tongues even though your natural mind doesn't know what you are saying however in the spirit realm you are uttering secrets hidden things that are not obvious to your natural understanding let's go to the amplified version quickly amplified version quickly with a few minutes i have left amplified version first corinthians four, fourteen. Let's read, everybody. Please, follow me. Let's read this. At the count of three. One, two, three. Let's go. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue, speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning. Because in the Holy Spirit, he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. Hidden truths, secret truths, hidden things, not obvious to the understanding. King James calls it mysteries. Amplified version where we record it calls it secret truths. So you are speaking hidden things that are not obvious to your human understanding. So when you're speaking in tongues, you are saying hidden things. You are speaking revelation. You are speaking secrets that has not been made obvious to your human understanding. As you are speaking, you are speaking hidden truths behind the thing you are going through. Your business is having a challenge and you're praying in tongues. You are speaking hidden truths behind the challenge in your business. Your relationship is in a crisis. You pray in tongues. You are speaking hidden truths behind the challenge you are going through. And God knows that in his enterprise, your status as a human being and your designation here on the earth and also your designation in the realms of the spirit should require that you transact in the realms of the spirit more than on the physical. So he gave you a transactional language. He gave you a language to transact with. He gives you an ability Through the impartation of this gift called the gift of praying in tongues. So that you can utter things that befits your status as a spirit being. So the language of communication, speaking in tongues, is your language of communication that is beyond what you can learn within the four walls of a university or or any institution of learning on the earth. Let's go back to that scripture again, verse 14. Go with me to verse 14. Verse 14, the Amplified Version, verse 14, I read. Before we read this, let, let me say this quickly. Man is a spirit. I said that so many times, but in a virtual you have not heard me say it before. Man is a spirit. You possess a soul, and you live in an ex-suit called body. You are not your body. You are originally a Spirit. So, don't forget that. Now, let's read. Verse 14 now says, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me prays, but my mind is unproductive, it bears no fruit and helps nobody." That verse says, when you pray in tongues, it is the spirit part of you that is praying. Your spirit is praying. If you're born again by new birth through salvation, your spirit is perfect. Your spirit is perfect. You that is born again, your spirit is perfect. Now, your spirit is 100% compliant with God. Your spirit is 100% just like God. That is the only part of you God can live in. And that is the only part of you God can transact with. You're born again spirit. The spirit of God lives in your born again spirit because that is the only part of you that is perfect. That is just like God. The new creation is your spirit. When you got born again, it's your spirit that gets born again. That is why when you got born again, you didn't appear as a newborn baby. No, you are still the same you, but your spirit man is the one that has become new. Your soul and your body now has to line up and comply with the perfect part of you, which is your spirit. So when you are praying in tongues, it is only your spirit that is praying. Your soul is not participating in that prayer. finishing somewhere here please follow me carefully your soul is not participating in that prayer how do i know that your soul is not participating if your soul was participating in that prayer it will have an understanding of what you are saying your soul is not praying why because you not articulate it in human language what you are saying your soul only understands human language so when you are praying in tongues it is your spirit that is praying it is the perfect flawless part of you that is praying and if your perfect flawless part is praying what kind of prayer do you think he is praying If your perfect flawless part is praying, what kind of prayer do you think Your perfect flawless part is also praying perfect flawless prayer. That is why when you pray in tongues, you cannot pray amiss. You cannot pray ignorant prayers. You pray perfect prayers. Because it is the perfect you pray. That is why... Your understanding can't, your soul can't understand. Satan can't understand. All of us can understand. But your father, don't forget, Jesus, let me say this. Don't forget that it is the Holy Spirit that is praying through your spirit. Put it on the screen. Now, I want you to read this slowly. I'll, I'll release you now. Read this slowly. For if I pray in an unknown, let's remove the unknown. Remember, it was added by the privilege of the translator. There's no unknown. So let's read it this way. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me. So actually, you are not the one praying it is the holy spirit deciding to use your spirits as a channel to pray that is why it is perfect It is flawless because the Holy Spirit is perfect. The Holy Spirit is flawless. The Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. The Holy Spirit knows what God has prepared for you. The Holy Spirit knows what God has ordained for you. He knows who is against you. He knows who who is fighting you. He knows who has put obstacles on your way. He knows that you're not ready for certain things. He knows your make. He knows what can destroy you. So he is praying perfection to god on your behalf you caught it give jesus praise this morning come on let's celebrate jesus this morning hallelujah i'll leave it here this morning but we'll go further as we proceed on this but i tell you it is time for you to stop being timid and praying tongues it is time for you to stop being ashamed and praying tongues it is time for you to stop being afraid and praying tongues because it is a perfect language God has given to you to communicate with the realms of the Spirit. Give Jesus praise. Let's rise on our feet as we pray. You? Thank you so much for listening. We believe you are blessed by the Word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngocacha. Till next time, God bless.